Good morning, world. It is May 29th, 2022. It's another beautiful Sunday here in northern Nevada and across the CC. Across from me is JT. And you have the CC and JT Amateur Hour, where production values go to die. Yes, they're very hit or miss, depending on which microphones are working. Yeah, today we got two microphones, a technical point that only matters to CC and me because we're the only one. Okay. <laughs> Oh, let's see. What are we going to be talking about? What are we going to be doing today? First of all, coffee. coffee. Yes, this podcast and all of our others have been brought to you by coffee. Coffee. Oh, let's see. Before we dive in, you know, um, I keep promising to release my next book and it's right there. It's right there on the screen. It's all back from my, my editors. It's all on me now and I just need to do it. So do it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay, and while we're doing that, um, and then uh, Cece and I are engaging in a writing exercise. We're going to do some fun here. And uh, what happened is, is yesterday we went to this generation's version of Romancing the Stone, which is, um, you know, which has been basically a remake of every rom-com, you know, through through Hollywood. Uh, you know, we could probably go back to, you know, what the very first movies were, you know, the interaction, hilarious interaction uh, between... Uh, a strong female heroine and a male heroine who just looks at her and goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) And they are, of course, thrust into circumstances beyond their control. Thrust. Good choice of words. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like yesterday we did The Lost City. So we decided that we're going to do... And what we one thing that we came out of that movie was is we realized that stupid sells. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to write a he she kind of thing, she he kind of thing, uh, whereas she's going to write the female point of view, I'm going to write the male point of view, and we're not going to really, you know, invest a lot of brain power into plan it. or anything. We'll just I started writing it freehand, and uh, we're going to see where it takes us. We have no plan, no de- destination. It's just uh, my uh, character versus your character, and we'll see what happens. And so the motto of this book, and there may even be the title of this book, Stupid Cells. So that's what we're going to do, just for fun. You know, it's, it's just, just a giggle a giggle fest, um, because we want to... We... Well, and I think it will be a fun exercise for us, because the uh, uh, kind of the, the whole idea of the lost city, romancing the stone and things like that, is that the female character is a writer, which so far I don't know that that's where our story is going to go. But uh, her issue in trying to figure out her characters, because they're both romance authors, um, it leads to some hilarity. So we're going to see, you know, what my character ends up doing and what kind of hilarity ensues from that. Yeah, this could be, this could be uh, really this bad, could be interesting, or this could be a disaster. But you know, it's one or the other. We'll give it a shot just for fun. Something new to try. Something new to try. And I do have that other book that's a come. I need to get out there. Um, right now, I'm thinking. I don't know how I'm, what I'm thinking. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I've been just sitting on it. I don't know if I'm going to chop it up into pieces and put it out on Patreon. I've ignored my poor Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash JTU. And uh, well, I, maybe with the you know, if we're doing our our he she book episodically, maybe we could put that out on Patreon and you know protect people if yeah. they want to pay to see the train wreck happening. They can yeah. Maybe what we'll do is we'll put the your the, put the he she book out there for you know for free and put the uh, my book out there you know as protected for, for the, something like that. You know it, it doesn't matter. Let's not overthink it. Let's first of all we got to do the important thing work. 
Yeah, we got to actually write the book before yes. we go down that before we go down that um, path. All right. Uh, today to, and today is not inspired by another movie, but we got into thinking about the interesting concept of of the multiverse. Now, I did a week ago see the Doctor Strange movie that that is about the multi. Was that a week ago? Or was that I a... thought that was Friday. Oh, that was Friday. You saw something different last week, I think. Uh, I'm practicing my, my Oh, retirement. last No, last week you saw the uh, latest Fantastic Beasts movie, I think. Right. Yes. That's going to be out on HBO tomorrow. Hey, that's a free plug, HBO. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so multiverse. But multiverse, um, you know, I was doing the research on Wikipedia, and I suspect see doing a little multiversary and we want to be very careful about this because um because i think what the overriding theme of what i was reading is is the multiverse is not a proven thing uh it's it strikes me it doesn't and what i don't mean by proven thing with scientists of course have the scientific method where they hypothesize and then they prove the hypothesis they haven't really gotten around to proving the hypothesis depending on who you talk to there's always going to be detractors and critics and so on and so forth we're not going to go down on that go down that road of whether we're going to do it. We're going to use the multiverse in a different point of view. But first of all, the definition of the multiverse is um, pretty much self-explanatory, is the, the idea, the concept, the whatever you want to call it, that the, the, behind the next veil there is a similar dimension or dimension where we may or may not have either, you know, doppelgangers or twins uh, actions and you know that are being taken you know I don't, I don't really want to over explain it but it's something that I've been think- thoughtful of my entire life because I've always thought about them either whether they exist independently or they exist because of decisions that we've made you know, turning left versus right what if on 5th 1982 one of us decided not to show up at our wedding then that would would that have created a whole different multiverse would that have, uh, or that would that have just been, you know, something to happen in this multi versus the concept of multiverses living independently? And I'm, you know, I go back and forth. I go back and forth. But why writing? Why do we mess up for writing? Well, first of all, obviously, a trove of things that we can write about multiverses oh, and similar yes. actions, you know. We're talking Lewis Carroll kind of stuff who, you know, dropping through the rabbit hole and, and dropping into a multi and that sort of thing. Uh, but. Are we, as fiction writers, writing fiction? That's a really good question, because um, last night we watched Batman, which you had, that was your second viewing, I think. Yeah. Um, My first one. And obviously, there have been many iterations of Batman. There have been many actors who have portrayed Batman. Um, Each one brings their own spin to it. So in a sense, that could be a multiverse. Each actor playing each iteration of Batman is a separate universe, but they're all in the same universe. They all have the same basic ideas. You have Jim Gordon, you have Barbara Gordon as you know, Batgirl, you have Catwoman, etc., etc. So the watching it last night, uh, this obviously is one of the darker versions of the Batman that I've seen. Uh, it's very representative of what's going on in the world right now. So the events, while blown out of proportion in some ways, could have been taken from what we consider to be our real life. Mm-hmm. So is that fiction or is it, you know, we say um, a fictionalized version of events kind of for some things. So what exactly is fiction? Because everything we write, everything we consume um, may be a framework of our reality, maybe a result of our reality. 
So can that be considered fiction? Or is it, is it another reality that's, as I said, was, is on the veil on the other side? Because uh, there, and, you know, and the comic books are famous for, you know, plugging into the multiverse, obviously, but they've been doing it for a long, longer time than the movie that I saw on Friday. They use that for all sorts of concepts to bring over, uh, basically what I feel is like when they run out of things to write about, they pull in the multiverse. And so you, what you do is you have this version of Batman meet that version of Batman. And I think in the recent Spider-Man movie, which we haven't seen yet, they did that too, where they had right. the multiverses of the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Mans. <laughs> what together. is the plural and of, of Spider-Man? Of course, we saw the animated version of, of, of you know, of Spider-Man. Yes. Which was, which was excellent, by the way. That was, oh. one, that was one of the best, if not the best, Spider-Man movies. Yes. But, you know, there was the five Spider-Men right there dealing yes. with everything in this multiverse. Spider-persons. Sorry, Gwen. <laughs> and Pig. <laughs> so, spider pig spider, spider pig, pig. <laughs> but, but but the point being is is um the point that i was trying to make was is is as are we really writing fiction and what you what you were saying is is you were you were using fiction to represent this the the darkness of this reality and what i was saying is is when we write fiction are we really writing fiction or could we be writing about another multiverse or another universe and so you know like that so it, it it's a complex question and so are are our are our ideas original? Yes. That's the that's the other question too, because sometimes we'll come across something where you say, well, "That's a brand new idea," and God rolling dice, you know, going ah ha 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 ha. Well, and sometimes I don't know about you, but in my case, some of the ideas that I have written about have come to me in dreams, and I have had the thought over the years: Is the dream state? as you were saying, like a multiverse, is that a another life for me? What happens in my dreams? Is that actually, you know, I'm asleep. Obviously, I'm not conscious of what's going on in my normal day to day life while I'm sleeping. But you know, what is going on with my mind? Has my mind shifted into another universe, an alternate reality, beyond the veil, whatever you want to call it. And what is happening in my dreams is actually happening in a multiverse sense. And when I come back to this reality and I write about that, you know, is is that fiction or is that something that actually happened while I was semi-conscious, you know, unconscious? Is it, is it, yep. Is everything we're writing happening? Is everything we're dreaming happening? And of course, there's no way to we know. And I'm going to I'm going to be the I'm going to be the very cynical person right now as I as that I could I could see someone saying that multiverse we're creating multiverse because we can't prove God. True. And that, you know, that I know that sounds cynical and that maybe even sound, you know, heretical. But sometimes we, we, we as human beings, we create things when we can't prove God, including God. We, we create, um, and I'm being very cynical here, uh, and it does not really encompass my personal beliefs, but we don't know that God exists. God exists on an issue of faith. God exists on an issue of taught if at a very young age. That, uh, as George Carlin said, there's this invisible ghost, <laughs> invisible ghost, uh, you know, watching over us, watching all of our actions and taking notes. And then when everything is done and said, we're screwed. So, uh, so is the multiverse another version of God or is the multiverse uh, something that we created because we can't prove God? The, those are heavy questions. And for fiction writers, do we need to really go that deep? And my, my re- response is, nah. Nah. Well, some people might choose to go that deep, and that's they want to explore that version of reality. 
and that's a you know that's a that's a philosophy slash fiction slash uh basically go around in circles and chew on your own tail trying to type of it could feed feed into itself really fast uh but for for writing for writing are we being truly original are is the multiverse is the multiverse you know if it does exist is everything that can happen either has happened is happening or will happen these are you know these are just interesting questions that we're just throwing out there and we could probably you know suck up a lot of time in this podcast which we're not going to do because we're not prepared to answer those questions i don't Uh, think we would ever be prepared to answer those questions and it's um you know something we mentioned earlier is you take the right turn versus you take the left turn and you get something like back to the future you know, one decision that was made in the first movie led to the second movie, which was horrible downer. And in a real life sense, in some ways, um, recent history has felt like that, that somebody took a wrong turn somewhere. And now we've gone down the dark path. And how do we get back? Because of, you know, now that the original decision was made and led us down this path, can we get back to where we thought we were going originally? Yeah, entertainment, uh fiction is full of these examples of course there's the new star trek which is the, the, the reboot where again there was another you know there was a slip from the you know a messenger from the future who came into the past and you know re- basically rebooted the franchise and so again we're here talking about multiverses and time and, oh boy it all gives me bleeds after a while <laughs> well and one of the most famous versions of that in my own personal history was the quantum leap thing yeah. where he Dr. Sam Beckett would go back in history, theoretically within his own lifetime, but that went out the window in later seasons. But his idea was to go back in history and try to prevent these major um, downer events from happening in history or to, you know, having events happen to major historical figures that changed the course of their lives and the ramifications of doing that. Because do you make things worse? I mean, um, famously, the of course, every show at some point, especially in a time travel sense, has tried to save John F. Kennedy. And in the Quantum Leap sense, um, Dr. Beckett was not able to save Kennedy, obviously. But the whole point was that in the original timeline, Jackie was killed too because she was sitting right next to him in the car. So he went back and he saved Jackie. Oops, spoiler alert. And, you know, well, pff, God, this is 30-something years ago. So if you haven't seen it, you know... But the whole the whole thought is that um, making those decisions initially versus going back and trying to fix those decisions does it fix things? Does it make it worse? And you know, then you go off into yet another multiverse, right? I mean, how many ways can we split time and space? Well, and uh, we're speaking as writers, of course, because that, what we were talking about is fiction, or is it fiction? And there's the question: what is what is fiction? Is it when we do things like that, is it truly fiction or are we representing a story that is happening somewhere, someplace else that, you know, we basically can't touch, but yet we seem to uh, be able to, through entertainment, either, you know, either a film or story, able to demonstrate that or show it or display it for, for, uh, for an audience. And we're right back where basically where we started from. Does the multiverse exist or is it, is when, is fiction well, fiction, is it real or unreal? And that's the question. It can be representative of our times, as you pointed out with the, you know, with the Batman, but is it is fiction fiction? 
and of course there's a question that's a question we cannot answer but what we can what we can do is just basically do what we can with the, with the story that we think that we're creating from scratch but we don't know if we are but we do the best that we can with that it's an interesting circular argument it's an interesting circular argument but almost like which came first the chicken or the egg and you you can't answer that question it was the egg uh but still but was it what but was it? But was it? Actually, well, anyway. Well, and then there's the, um, you know, the idea, the original idea, whatever, that you create for entertainment purposes, and then that inspires someone to go do that in reality. Mm-hmm. So um, for a positive or negative, I mean, a lot of the technology, for example, that we saw in the classic Star Trek series that we thought was so out there and it would never happen And now here we are walking around with these little computers in our hands, you know, basically a version of what the Star Trek universe called the data pad. We have access to all kinds of information at the just, you know, the touch of a finger. So fiction, whatever that may be, can inspire reality, too. So once that happens, is it fiction anymore? And reality, of course, inspires fiction. And here we go again with that. In the circle. circle. Excuse me. Look up Onoboros, folks. (laughs) Oh, okay. This uh, is one of so those... So do we have a conclusion to this, or are we just sort of rambling now? Well, I think this is one of those situations where you can tie yourself in knots trying to figure out the answer, because our minds can only comprehend so much. There is a lot out there that um, we cannot quite grasp. It feels like it's one of those things that's right on the tip of your tongue mm-hmm. that you're trying to remember that you really want to say, but you can't just... It's it's ephemeral. You can't quite grasp it. And, you know, maybe in an evolutionary sense, once our minds are a little more mature and are able to broaden, maybe we can figure out the answers to some of these questions. But at our current level of existence, I think it's well beyond us. Which is why we have fiction writers, because we, a good fiction writer or even a bad fiction writer might be able to break through that veil and come up with something that, uh, that we can't prove. But gosh darn it, it's fun to read. And it's it goes back to the whole idea of making decisions because a good writer will think about the various options, what will happen based on a certain pivotal decision in a story. It can go in so many different directions. And uh, there used to, I don't know if they're still doing them, but there was that children's book series, The Choose Your Own Adventure, mm-hmm. where the reader was given the option, you know, based on this decision, you go to this page and this is what happens. Or based on this decision, you go to this page and then something different happens. And the story takes off from there. And, you know, in a very real sense, no matter what story you're writing, those decisions are already always there because the the writer focuses on the decisions that are made within the framework of their story, but the reader, and then who becomes maybe a fan fiction writer, is like, oh, but what if they did take this left turn? And then they, they go off and, you know, they're writing the other outcome of the story. And it just, it feeds on itself, like you said, like the Ouroboros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> no. So, so let's see if we can try and see if we can try and uh, summarize what we've said here. Is and it basically does. Well, does the multiverse exist? Did we create the idea of the multiverse to replace a god we can't prove? Uh, Is multi is when writing fiction is are we representing true fiction, something that's just made up for via imagination, or are we speaking for a multiverse that we may either 
subconsciously or through the dream world, you know, have created? Uh, and do we really care? I mean, does it really matter when it comes to that point as to how much the multiverse effect affects our, you know, our script, our manuscript or things like that? And should we just move, you know, move on forward and, you know, do the best we can with what we got? And you've just reminded me, too, um, in talking about this, there are so many really uh, vivid examples of the idea, the movie Sliding Doors, um, Pleasantville, yeah. the very end of Pleasantville, um, you know, the um, something like Stranger Than Fiction, um, the old Carol Burnett show skit where there's a writer writing somebody's life, you know, that it's not a new idea to think that what we write is maybe um, shaping someone's universe. Yeah. It is not, again, an original idea. It's not something we just came up with out of the blue, but it's something that we were pondering that, you know, through the things that we've consumed, we started really thinking about, hmm, so is this something that's really happening somewhere? <laughs> and that's what really, really just, it's such an interesting idea, but it's also a scary idea. Yeah. And um, as writers, we're curious about ideas, whether they're scary or not, and we want to try to figure it out. And sometimes you can't. And sometimes it also, where does it come from? Yes. Those ideas come from. So uh, interesting questions, which I know, and of course, as usual, we've come close to the end of our podcast and we haven't really answered any questions. All we've done is ask more questions. Uh, but... That's the idea behind a writer's podcast to give you the benefit of our experience, such as, and maybe to get you thinking about things and get you thinking about, you know, basically turning left for it instead of turning right. What is the ramifications of that, not only in your life, but in your your character's life? What happens? And people like plot twins, so be turning left versus turning right will be an interesting little plot twist you can throw upon your character and maybe then create a brand new universe and meet different people instead of using the old formula, you know, he, you know, he, she... He, she met him and, you know, they had this conversation, they had this pushback and then, you know, this formula thing happened, this formula thing, this formula thing happened. Maybe create your own universe inside your book and hope that it is your own universe or not and and go from there and see what happens. It, it's a, every, everything is a complex subject, but I think one thing that we can almost agree on and almost believe that real is real is that nothing is isolated. Something touches everything. Everything touches something. And the outcomes of that is what makes for... The butterfly effect, basically. Yeah, the butterfly effect, yep. But the, okay. the idea, really, you know, we can't answer this question, but the whole point of writing, no matter the outcome of the story, is to try to entertain, to try to maybe inform someone of your thoughts, make a connection... And that's the important thing, because there are a lot of questions that we can't answer. But the, you know, trying to figure out the answers is really the fun part, I think. Yeah, that's why we write. That's why we write. Okay, that's it in a nutshell. I think that we've, uh, well, I don't think we've hammered this in the ground, but really, without a lot more philosophy, I don't know if we can really go into this much further. But we did mention a lot of examples of how a multiverse can affect your perception of reality here. Uh, because that's what uh, that's what writers like to do. So get out there and do your own kind of thing and see what happens. It'll be fun, really. And again, uh, like we usually do, we'd love to hear you. We'd love to interact with you. So if you want to comment on this discussion, um, maybe 
share your own examples of where you've come across this kind of idea, something that you think might be happening in a multiverse sense. We'd love to hear it, and maybe um, we can discuss those things in the future. Yeah, and push back because uh, we certainly are not authorities on this subject by any stretch of the imagination. No, we are not. And we've, we've said a couple things here which may have pushed a button or two, and that's fine. Push back on us. Tell us why we, you think that we're wrong. Uh, because uh, that way, uh, you know, as I always say, feedback makes us better people. Feedback makes us better writers. So let us know what you think. I think we're running out of day. I think so, too. I mean, like you said, we could go into this forever, ad infinitum. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, do want to let you know that we do have some uh, fun podcast next weekend. The fun podcast next weekend is the big 4-0 party. It's our 40th anniversary next Sunday. A wedding and anniversary. We'll be doing a special podcast where we'll be talking about the very nifty appliance that I got CC for her <laughs> for the for the anniversary. It's green, not red. But uh, we'll talk about the appliance, and we'll probably we'll talk about some of our memories. Not go too deep because we do want to respect our own privacy. Forty years is wow. It's this is a classic example of the years are short, but the days are long. Yes. And so it's it's hard to believe, but yeah. Um, uh, we'll we'll tell you about what we're, what our plans are for the big day. We'll be partying big time. Oh yes, as spoiler, we always do. Yeah, spoiler: It'll just be the two of us. But we, <laughs> but we will do. We'll be doing a little partying. We'll be having a little bit of fun. Uh, maybe some surprises. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. But Big Four O is next Sunday. Sun Sunday. Yes, and you know, as you said earlier, the in a multiverse sense, there may be a universe where that didn't happen. That person is very, very sad. I'm talking about me. Me too. Cece over there is probably very, very happy. But no. Well, we'll we'll skip we'll skip that part of the debate because if that's what we're in. No. Uh, we hope that the, this finds you well. Uh, time for the commercial. You can find this podcast, blogs, and other nifty things out on our website at carsonhume.com. We love feedback. Dig into that contacts page. Reach out to us. Say hi. Uh, we do on the contact page have links to our social media. Uh, CC is uh, strong on Instagram. I'm strong on Twitter. So please feel free to reach out at any time and say, hello, you guys are full of crap. <laughs> Which we probably are. Which we probably are. So, but we don't know that until you tell us. Spoiler, we actually know it, but we still want you to talk to us. Uh, <laughs> anything else on your mind? No, just have a great day. And um, if you are uh, thinking of someone tomorrow, because in the United States, tomorrow is a... A recognition for people who we've lost in combat situations, I believe, specifically. But if you are thinking of someone, our thoughts go out to you. And, um, you know, just otherwise have a great week. Yeah, we uh, salute uh, We salute my fallen brothers tomorrow. Okay, on that, that very uh, somber, somber note, across the table for me is Cece. And across from me is JT. We hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll talk to you. Take care.